1438 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. What is up, Clone Army? We are back. And I don't know if anyone's keeping track of the number, but this is episode 4-0. Whoa-oh. Whoa-oh. It's 4-0 already? <laughs> yeah. Dude, we got 40 episodes of this thing. 40 eps. Wow. Who would have thought? I mean, let's not jinx it. You know, I could quit right now and then we'd only have 39. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Commander Quatros, congrats on 40 episodes of Clone Army Radio. Clone hey, Army thanks. Radio. <laughs> I just want to say, I just want to take the time to say thank you to everyone uh, who let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to you. And congratulations to you. Thank you, sir. And if anyone here is new listening, I am Arc Trooper Fives. He is Commander Quatros. AKA Fors Life. AKA Human Cyborg Relations. <laughs> <laughs> He's the man with Oh, what did it gosh darn it. I did see something else just recently that they went through a list of names and I was cracking up because I thought of you. Now I'm, <laughs> it might've been, Oh, it was Rocky four Apollo Creed, <laughs> Apollo Creed. <laughs> yeah. He, they were like introducing him, uh, to fight Drago and they're just like going name, name, name. And <laughs> Rocky looks at him and he's like, says something, something along the lines of you got enough names. And he's like, I'm working on another one. <laughs> Sounds like me. Uh, yeah, totally. That totally made me think of that. Um, so today, episode 40, we have right. our Imperial March Madness wrap-up. We have a winner. And in the spirit of that matchup, we are talking about Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi today. Yeah, I find it fitting. You know, Obi-Wan's, they're, uh, the TV series is getting a little bit of press. You know, I think uh, they're starting production and um, I think there's a picture of him with a beard and uh, Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor, I'm sorry, with a beard that's making some some headway. And uh, they they uh, they released like the cast, who's the cast of the show. So that was pretty exciting stuff to see everybody. I'm interested to see who, you know, what characters are going to be on there. So, you know, with that and then Obi-Wan making it all the way to the finals. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Let's talk about these two characters, you know, epic characters. Right. And and to top it off, I believe when Hayden Christensen was announced to be in the Kenobi series, Kathleen Kennedy said something along the lines of, you know, the rematch of the century. Ah. So... We've got Vader versus Obi-Wan possibly in this series coming up. We've got Vader versus Obi-Wan 
in our Imperial March Madness. I mean, it only makes sense to talk about these two characters a little bit today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the people have spoken. They want to see this matchup. They, they, this is the match. You know, uh, we put all the characters out there, and who would win? You know, and this is who our listeners picked. So, I mean, it's a little small, little sample of fans, but I mean, you can still take it for what it is. You know, they still came out to support. Obi-Wan and Vader. So on that note, Commander. Yes. Who is the winner? (laughs) The winner of Clone Army Radio's first annual Imperial March Madness 2021 is Darth Vader. Yes. (laughs) Are you surprised? (laughs) Yes. I am surprised. Are you? Well, yeah. I mean, Palpatine, Luke Skywalker, um, Grogu, you know, all these iconic characters, Obi-Wan himself. I mean, these guys, these guys are huge. And uh, Vader, I mean, he got, he got the majority of the votes. It wasn't even, it wasn't even close. So, Vader still stands head and shoulders above the rest. Pun intended. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm glad it's uh, we're done. You know, thank you for everyone who voted. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch every week and, and, and check in and see what you guys thought who would, who would win. And um, yeah, you know, it was cool to get some interaction with everybody. So thank you for that. Yeah, totally. Um, some of the emails that we got with, I liked, uh, how some of our listeners were giving reason behind their picks too. I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I like, I like hearing other people's opinions, thoughts, you know, all of that. So thank you to all of you, um, for a little peek into your brain and your, your feelings on characters in Star Wars. It was fun. Absolutely. And um, if anyone's curious about the actual percentages, we got those right here. Vader won 67% of the vote. That leaves 33% to Obi-Wan. So once again, good is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Vader does say, when we last met, I was but the learner. Now I am the master, so only the master of evil, Doth. <laughs> <laughs> Very fitting for this as well. Um, yeah, I, I have to say i i liked I liked doing this. Uh, it was a cool idea that you had, Quatros, and I look forward to doing it again next year. You know, we'll have to change it up a little. I think, as far as you know, we don't want to always do Jedi versus Sith, right? No, we did that already. We got to do something different. Yeah, yeah but we got little little less than a year to think about it so i think we'll we'll be good there maybe mandalorian versus original characters i don't know mm. i don't know i'm just thinking out loud right now <laughs> i gotcha spoiling it or uh you know setting up next year's tournament ooh clones versus mandalorians oh like imagine right. captain rex versus Bo-Katan or something. 
could be yeah, interesting. Very. So yeah. And thanks for anyone who follows us on Twitter. Um, that's pretty much how we um communicate now. And uh so you know, it's good to see that uh we got a good a good solid uh following fan base there that can uh, be in touch with what we got going on. And we can be in touch with what they got going on because there's a lot of people that, that run their own podcasts and everything. And it's cool to see what they're up to. And, you know, good to see we all have something in common. Absolutely. Yeah. I've actually uh, been checking out some of the other podcasts. It's been a lot of fun um, just hearing what, you know, like what you said, what uh, hearing what they have to say. and You know, maybe one day we'll we'll have to uh, hook up with some of them and do a collab episode. Yes, that'd be awesome. All right, so Quattros. What, oh. One tiny little thing before we get started on that. No. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? A bit of bad batch news, if that's okay. Is it spoiler news? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, I looked at IMBD real quick, you know. And last time we recorded, like they'd only showed like two or three episodes. Mm-hmm. Now it's showing that there's at least 14 episodes. Holy smokes. Yeah. Okay. So get ready because there's, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of weeks of uh, new content coming our way. Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, I was wondering if it was going to be like, how the live action series on Disney plus have been where it's, you know, eight episodes or something. So this is like an actual season. Yeah. seems like there's it, a big, it's a big chunk of a season. Yeah. It's a big chunk of a premiere 70 minutes. I think it said the first episode. Yeah. Something, something, something like that. An hour and 10. Yeah. 70 minutes. Holy smokes. So that's, that's good. That's going to be fun to one to watch. Yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be rough to watch after work. I know that much. <laughs> yeah. So look forward to that. Maybe new characters coming our way. Uh, maybe some more tie-ins, maybe some clones popping up in there that we haven't seen or we're wondering what happened to them. It's going to be fun. Yeah. My biggest one that I'm interested to see if, if he shows up is commander Cody. Yeah. What happened yeah. to him? Right. That that's that was something I was thinking about yesterday. That I I think it only makes sense to kind of show where he is and what he's doing, because he you know he was full on as soon as he got the order, blast him you know took out right. Obi Wan right away. So you know he is all in on the Empire. Yeah, we're gonna probably see a lot of good stuff um, pertaining to Order sixty six and the fallout and and all that. Um, you can only assume, right? I mean, it takes place right there, right then. Right. So we're going to find out what's going on. So there you go. You've heard it probably not first, but you heard it here on Clone Army Radio. 14 episodes listed least. for the Bad Batch. At least 14 episodes. Right. Uh, all right. So today uh, we're doing things a little differently with our... But it's another top five, but we decided that uh, Quatros would pick Obi-Wan to do a top five since he was all of the Jedi. And since I am all of the Sith, I am doing a top five on Darth Vader. And we're just 
going to, I think Quattro, so we're going to do it like we did the last couple, right? Like five, four, three, two, one with one being our best. Correct. That's how I set mine up. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And since I believe I went first last time. Okay. Tell the world, man, tell the world what your number fives is. My number fives, Obi-Wan moment is going to be moments. <laughs> I have to, I have to find sneaky ways to get multiple things in this top five. Oh boy. I'm sorry. So that's a little, <laughs> that's a little, uh, you know, foreshadowing there for you guys. Um, so it's when Obi-Wan uses the Jedi mind trick, which thinking about it, it's the Jedi mind trick. I know it's a Jedi power, but that's pretty dark, man. You know, to manipulate the minds of like lesser beings, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, if he's using it for evil, yes. But if he's using it on stormtroopers, you know, the empire is evil. Right. But the ability to like communicate with the, like, you know, manipulate that seems, that seems like a dark side power to me. I think it's a, he doesn't, he doesn't use it a lot, you know, but, and I, th- I think we only see it a couple of times that he uses it. Um, depending on where, um, like in the movies, in the movies. Yeah, you do. Um, in the clone wars, I think you see it quite a bit. You see a few different Jedi in the clone wars using it. Um, ah. and I believe in rebels. Um, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. You're manipulating the thoughts of someone that's not really, I guess that wouldn't be looked at as something good. But right. If I could do it, <laughs> get pulled over doing 80 and a 35. I was right. only going 35. You were only going 35. Have a Here nice day. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's a pretty cool. I only stuck to, I stuck to the movies, by the way. Um, I didn't go in, in the Clone Wars or Rebels, um, just cause, uh, I don't, I just so many, so much there. I don't, I don't, uh, remember all of it. So, but I know the movies pretty well. So when I was thinking of Obi-Wan, I, I didn't really, you know, go into Clone Wars. Right but, uh, but, but yeah, definitely bring in Clone Wars, uh, if you think, you need to mention it. That's good. But, uh, I think that, um, when he uses it against the stormtroopers, you know, you know, you don't need to see their IDs or whatever. Uh, <laughs> these aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Carry on. I think that's great. Um, I think it's a great power to have. It's just, it's yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. And I think, you know, he uses it to like, yeah, get out of, you know, get out of trouble. And then the other time he uses it in the movies was when uh, somebody was kind of annoying him at the bar and that little <laughs> <laughs> and attack of the clones. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was trying to sell him death sticks. Was it? You don't want to sell me death sticks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sell you death sticks. <laughs> you want to go home and rethink your life. <laughs> I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> right. So I think those are great moments. And, um, uh, I just think it, that one there, you know, speaks to Obi-Wan and his, uh, I don't know, doing the research, you know, it kind of seemed like to me that Obi-Wan is, likes to amuse himself 
<laughs> oh yeah. And uh he he I think he's do he does this like I think he does that to that guy to kind of amuse himself and uh he's always throwing jokes out there. People aren't really laughing. But he's kind of like, he's kind of like Fonzie, you know, like, ah, ah, <laughs> after, he, <laughs> nice. <laughs> after he throws a joke out there, like you, you were right, sir. The negotiations were short. <laughs> <laughs> ah, waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think that this Jedi mind trick kind of, kind of, I, I call it a dark side power, but I was just thinking about it, but like he uses it more of like, you know, for good. And, uh, and Tim use himself, I guess, a little bit because he's just playing with the small minded, I guess. And, uh, um, uh, I guess it's part of his, his nature, really. Um, he's got a, he's got a, uh, serious side, but he also has this, this joking, dry sense of humor guy that, uh, makes him, likes to make him himself chuckle at things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even funny. if he doesn't care if you don't get it, like, <laughs> he's gonna throw it out there uh and he's constantly doing that in the, in the in the clone wars i know that you know so i say i say that you know jedi mind trick is is probably a good number five good way good time good good place to start with him i like it uh and also on on the note of the uh death sticks guy he's using obi-wan is using his power to try to help someone rethink their life <laughs> right it's like oh, you could be doing better for yourself so go home and think about it it's almost men in blackish right there you know with that little oh that thing yeah that thing that they use that you know will smith uses and uh right. k uses to wipe people's memory i wonder if that's where they got the idea from who knows maybe it's a good pick jedi mind trick is uh something i always enjoy using in like the video games too um kind of persuade your way out of trouble or into trouble oh you get to use it in those uh knights of the old republic games pretty sure yeah if i remember correctly i know i really want to go back and play that but it's so long <laughs> i know me too i got to like the first planet or whatever and i think i was almost leaving the first planet and that was the last time i played it and that was over what early winter i think such a good game but I don't know. I just don't have time, I guess. One other thing that just popped in there. A um, couple of times where we tried to see uh, the Jedi mind trick um, being used that it was unaffect- you know, um, unsuccessful. Was uh, Luke, you know, trying to uh, use, well, he used Jedi mind trick on um, Bid Fortuna. Yeah. And, um, and but Jabba was all, Jabba is is he resistant to it? Yes. Okay, cool. And then Qui-Gon using it, I tried to use it on, uh, was it Watto? <laughs> but Watto's like, no. I forgot his race, but he's like, no, I'm... Think you're some kind of Jedi waving your hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part always made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. My number five is... <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So that's in a new hope when what they're like at a, like a council meeting with admirals and Imperial admirals. And they're talking about the death star 
and Vader's not impressed with the Death Star. You know, he's just like, um, yeah, he's like, he tells uh, the one admiral, don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force. <laughs> and I think his name is Admiral Mahdi. Uh, he's like, it's like, don't try to frighten us, Lord Vader. Something like you're stuck on your old sorcerer's ways or something like that. And he's like, he's if the sure. force, like if something, if the force was so powerful, why couldn't you find the stolen tapes or something like that? And while he's saying it, Vader steps forward and pinches his fingers together. And the dude just starts like, <laughs> you know, choking. <laughs> you know, that's great. Yeah, and then uh, that's when he says the I find your lack of faith disturbing. You know his lack of faith in the force, and uh, I liked I like that whole part. But I like how the other officers they don't even look scared. The one guy leans forward and puts his hand on his chin, like you know, like oh, what's going to happen here? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Tarkin Tarkin's you know like Vader release him, and he immediately releases him. And I always thought, oh, well, Tarkin's in charge of Vader until I watched the Citadel arc in the Clone Wars. And I'm like, oh, no, that's just like the respect they have for each other, Tarkin and Vader. You know, he's just like, all right, Tarkin, I'll do that. (laughs) But it's just so powerful. He's just like, wait, what? You're going to you're going to disrespect me and the force? No, (laughs) I'm going to choke you. Isn't it cool? Like when you when you're seeing that admiral's neck, it almost looks like someone's pressing down on his neck. Like the way he, you know, he opens up his collar, and it, it almost looks like. Oh yeah, I didn't catch that. That's a it, good catch, dude. Yeah, it almost looks like it. It's like he does a great job acting like he's being choked, whoever the actor is. But uh, I was just thinking, like you know, the Jedi mind trick and um, the uh, force choke. We get to see him in the New Hope and. Um, it's so funny because on screen we believe that something magical has happened. This force is is is, is being used, right? Mm-hmm. But like in real life, in reality, it had to be pretty funny, you know. <laughs> oh, like while they were filming it. Yeah, like while they were filming it, he's like <laughs> using his hand, and the, and the guy's like, <laughs> oh, you know, pretending, you know, kind of like wrestling, you know, like uh, right. pretending. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Being hurt. Yeah. Being hurt. <laughs> You know, the make believe part. I was just, it just made me thinking about it, just like made me laugh, like thinking, having to see that in real life, like, and be like, what is going on here? <laughs> kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah. The oh. Vulcan neck pinch. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 stupid. You got it much too high. It's down here where the shoulder meets the neck. <laughs> like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave it to Mel Brooks finds the humor and everything Um, so yeah that's my number five i I just love how he's he's basically like you know whatever about your death star uh, you know i'm not impressed and uh and that guy just doesn't know when to stop talking and he's like oh yeah dude dude vader you don't want to mess with this giant armored guy and vader shows him why he's just like look what i can do i can just do this with my fingers (laughs) crush your head no choke you um (laughs) Kids in the hall. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the guy that would push him out? Like, 
<laughs> I crush your head. As soon as I did this with my fingers, I was like, oh my gosh, kids in the hall. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You're dating yourself, but that's okay. Yeah. Hey, I get it. I got it. I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, is he referencing kids in the hall? Yes. Nice I, work. Gu- I guarantee someone out there will get it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, Quetros. Yes. My number fours. Your number four's life. My number four's life. Obi-Wan fighting General Grievous. Hello there. Mm, amazing. <laughs> yeah. General Kenobi. Hello there. So you are going that we're gonna add another lightsaber to my collection. That's gonna be good. So I think uh Revenge of the Sith, right? See a yes. little battle between these two guys and it's Obi Wan going up against another super villain and um it's just a great you know action sequence he comes you know he gets he gets in a little bit of trouble you get to see general grievous is i think it's a combo of obi-wan and general grievous because you get to see the spinny blades you know what i mean and i'm like oh my gosh spinning lightsabers this is awesome (laughs) you know and uh you just get to see like this you know octopus type machine with lightsabers at every arm um, and then, you know, what's, and then Obi-Wan doesn't really, you know, he's not really impressed. He's seen it all. Like he doesn't, he doesn't really care. Uh, he's just another, just another obstacle here. And, um, and, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna come out victorious as usual. Um, but you know, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, um, like, uh, it's not gonna be that easy. He's gonna, he's gonna, um, have a little, little trouble getting there <laughs> so i think he's on a, he's on a ledge again and uh gets a hold of a blaster and uh, takes aim and shoots uh grievous right in the uh in the heart there so so uncivilized <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> love that part <laughs> yeah so there you go number four very cool yeah he like he didn't want to use that blaster He's just right. like, oh, it's the only thing here I got, you know, and then he just, you know, like just shoots the heck out of him. And, uh, yeah, that line, I love that line. Little throat, like you said, a throwback to, uh, you know, of a more civilized age. Is that what he says in a new hope? Something yeah. like that when he's talking about the, a more elegant weapon of a more, an elegant for, weapon of, ugh. for a more elegant time. Something like that. Uh, he uses the word civilized in there. I can't. A civilized age. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a great moment. General Grievous. Uh, so that's one of my favorite parts of that film. Seeing those two fight. Yeah. And, you know, Obi-Wan gets in his, you know, his stance where he puts his hand over his head and then he lines up how he's going to, you know, watching all the things spin in everywhere. He's like, okay, I got this. I got this. He makes quick work of two of his arms. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But I was about to say the same thing. Like he gets a couple of them real quick. So yeah. there you go. And then he knocks down the odds real, real quick. And he's like, all right, well, I fought somebody before with two lightsabers per se. This yeah, is easy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> brave, brave, sir. Kenobi. Yes. Oh. He didn't run away though. <laughs> Right on. So my number fours is 
gosh, I feel like I've used this before, but it's still, it's one of my favorite Vader moments. Uh, let me look on you with my own eyes. Oh, Luke, you were right. Tell your sister you were right about me. And I'm just like, man, this part, this guy is dying. He's on his deathbed. Never knowing his children other than a couple of fights and conversations with Luke. But you can feel at this moment, you can feel his love for his kids. Yeah. He hardly even knows Leia, but you know, he loves her. And, you know, he wants to look at his son without the, the helmet on without the enhancements. And he makes sure to tell Luke to tell Leia that he was right to that Luke was right. There was good in him. He wants, you know, he wants both of his kids to know that he, he was still good somewhere inside. And, uh, I think, you know, something like you've talked about Quatros about, you know, Vader kind of working against the empire, you know, that theory. And, and I, I do have to agree at some point at some extent, because knowing that like the moment he discovered Luke was his son, I think everything changed for him. Absolutely. He was like, Oh my gosh, my, my kid, I have a, my kids alive, you know? Right. And you know, I think that's, that was when, he changed inside the, the dark side started losing its grip on him. And then in what return of the Jedi sister, you know, he realizes that there's a sister uh, and, or discovers it because Luke's thoughts betray him. It's like, okay, so now I have two kids that I never knew or anything. So he was wise to keep them from me. Right. Yeah. Oh Yeah. I wonder if that's more of a, a thankful thought there, you know, like if he didn't keep them from me, they would be as evil as I am. Yeah. You know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's a a little, what if I guess, uh, you know, so he, this guy dies at the very least he dies knowing that his children did what he couldn't. They defeated the Sith and the empire. Right. And I mean, of course, you know, I have to throw it in there that he fulfilled his destiny by killing Palpatine and, and bringing balance to the force for a little while. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever really redeemed, I guess, you know, his force ghost showing up at the end of return of the Jedi kind of signifies that he's redeemed, but this guy was evil. He did a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, he did, especially early on. Right. But at the very least, he knows what he did and he sees his good in his children, the good side of him in his children and, and seeing what they're capable of. Um, it's just, I don't know. It, it's a really good moment that it, it kind of has to be in there for Vader, you know, a top five Vader. I think that has to be in there because, and on top of that, dude, George Lucas made you feel sad for the villain. Yeah. At this part of the, of the story, like that's amazing. <laughs> you know, that's like some really good storytelling to, to feel bad for feel sad for the villain. 
And of course, you know, seeing the Clone War or the prequels and the Clone Wars, I guess, that helps make you feel sad for him at this point. It's a good moment. It's Vader coming back to the light and and showing his love that he had that, you know, from the little kid, you know, when he was a little kid, he was all loving and nice and good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Vader. I mean, we talked about this moment. I've talked about this moment before. You know how impactful it is. And, uh, you know, everything that leads up to it, you alluded to the fact that, you know, I have this theory that as soon as Vader figures out that Luke's his son, he switches that, you know, and the, and the, uh, the Empire strikes back. But I think it goes back all the way to um, A New Hope when he's, like, uh, chasing him down in the X-Wing. I think... You know, he could have, could have. I think he could have shot him out of the sky or out of the out of space, but maybe he took a couple of you know wild shots to give him a little bit more time to help Luke uh, blow up that Death Star. And then you know, here comes Han saving the day. But I think I think you could you could have thoughts that Vader was questioning everything back then, and then definitely an Empire. I see it. I, I choose to see it <laughs> that he's a, he's, right. he's, he's a good guy working behind the scenes and pretending that he's um, going along with, uh, with everything, just to save face with everybody. Cause you know, he's on that side of the, um, he's on that side of the, uh, of the, of the war and in return of the Jedi, you know, he could, he, he knows there's something wrong with the code and he lets them, you know, still get down in the end door so they can do the, the whole shield part. So, He's definitely helping any way he can, you know, but make, but not make it look like he's helping. So when this moment happens where he's, you know, sitting there looking at Luke with his eyes, with his own eyes, uh, he's and he's telling Luke, look, Luke, you're right. I was, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you thought you knew it and I felt it. And I think it kind of like helps that theory become true in a way. But, uh, yeah, it's fitting that uh, he spends his last moments thinking about his kids because they're the ones who saved him, um, and uh, yeah, he wants he wants to let them know that that they're uh, they're doing good by him, and he's he's a proud papa. He didn't raise them, but for some reason they have what he wants in there in there, you know. Um, however, it turned out Leia's you know fighting a good fight against oppression, and and Luke's not. Uh, succumbing to temptation of the dark side, so um, they got some good Vader vibes, good Vader genes. Sorry, yep, absolutely. So yeah, cool. That, that's number fours. Number fours. What do you got for your number three? For number tray is a combo because they figure it could be two, but I don't know. I think it's a continuation. So it's. Uh, Obi-Wan fighting Vader. Okay. It starts at Mustafar. I've talked about this battle. You know, everything that led up to it and, and everything. That uh, everything that uh, they came before, so they had to fight. Um, you know, uh, Vader crossed the line. Obi-Wan can't, uh, can't, he doesn't see his Padawan anymore. He sees an enemy. Um, he can't, uh, we can't let this one go. We can't let this one slide. Vader went too far. Uh, I'm talking saying Vader now because it's not it's not uh, it's not Anakin anymore. 
it's it's a, it's a beast unleashed yeah. beast and Anakin was destroyed by the dark side right so I think it starts at Mustafar you know and then we don't know what happens in this upcoming series that that we're gonna watch here in the next couple of years which is you know maybe they meet again and but it continue it, it continues all the way to a new hope and that's when they fight again you know for the first time for the last time Right. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> we meet again. And then that's when um you know ultimately, you know, we meet again. Um I and the mouse. You know, we said the line already. And uh they fight and we get to see that first battle uh, with lightsabers ever. And we get to see how cool it is and everybody mimics it and it becomes a, a phenomena. These glowing swords laser swords if you will <laughs> and then um and then obi-wan he doesn't lose the fight he kind of yields in a way so he doesn't get struck down i don't think even he just disappears yeah you know it, it looks like he disappears before the lightsaber touches him right yeah so he doesn't get killed he just kind of dissolves into the force. Yeah. And he picks that moment to do it, you know, I think with uh, Luke watching and and um Darth Vader thinking he's he's winning. But uh really uh, Obi-Wan wins in the end because he he becomes more powerful than um he could ever imagine. So, I know it's a long drawn out number 3, but <laughs> so I kind of, like I said, I was trying to find a way to to put more things in than I should. I don't think it was drawn out at all. Okay, good, good. So just to paraphrase, Obi-Wan fighting Vader on Mustafar, can the continuation until A New Hope, and eventually, you know, um, Obi-Wan's um, dissolving into the Force, I guess you could say. You know, that's the number three moment. I love it. Oh, my yeah. question for you. Yeah. Oh, no. Hang on. It disappeared. It's like Obi-Wan. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> oh, man. It was a good question, too. Uh, message for you, sir. I can, re- I can rewind. Yeah, do a little. Okay, so the paraphrase here, uh, we got... Obi-Wan fighting Vader on Mustafar. And then we go into, um, uh, you know, and we continue that all the way into a new hope until Obi-Wan's eventual dissolve into the force. Um, I got it. I remember. Um, okay. So Obi-Wan versus Vader in revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan technically wins that fight because he assumes Anakin's going to die there when he walks away. Yeah. Then Obi-Wan versus Vader in A New Hope. Technically, Vader didn't win that fight because he Obi-Wan waited. Like you said, he waited for Luke to arrive to make. So it looks like Vader struck him down. Yeah. Strike me down and I will become more powerful than you can ever imagine. Obi-Wan just lost in our tournament, our Imperial March Madness. But in like Star Wars, I think he comes out the victor so far. He, I mean, he he 
allowed himself to stay alive long enough for Luke to witness him being killed. Yeah. Which ultimately led to Luke winning ish. I mean, he more saved Vader. He didn't defeat Vader. Well, he defeated Vader and saved Anakin. Yeah. I don't really know what my question is anymore. (laughs) Basically, do you think, uh, okay, do you think Obi-Wan is the winner in, in this, this fight between these two? Yeah. Do I think the Obi-Wan is the winner um, when these two fight? Yeah. Like the ultimate winner between these two in, in fighting. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to say absolutely. Yes. I do think Obi-Wan is the victor in when it won um, in both times they fight that we've seen so far. Obi-Wan has somehow not lost. <laughs> right. So even, I mean, be it like leaving him for dead with the arms and legs cut off or turning into a force ghost uh, to ultimately help Luke in his uh, story and his training and his, his path. And, uh, you know, we don't know what we're going to see in, in, in the Obi-Wan series. But um, I think, yeah, I think I think he's the the clear cut the clear cut winner, and and I think he should because you know he is the master, and uh, and again, slash Vader is still pretty much the the Padawan or or the or the trainer the trainee, I guess you could say. So yeah, and he's, I mean, if. Aside from Luke, I would say Obi-Wan is probably the ultimate good guy in Star Wars. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could say that about Yoda as well, but we're not talking about Yoda right now. <laughs> um, well, actually, Obi-Wan beat Yoda in our Imperial yes. March Madness, so. So he is on top. <laughs> yeah. Good so we, should, we shouldn't be talking about Yoda. He's irrelevant. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Most of that just popped in my head while you were you know, recapping your number three and I'm just like, so Obi-Wan comes out on top. Yep. And, but he lost here because the people have spoken. People speak. (laughs) They have spoken. Very cool. Number three, uh, obviously it's some of the best stuff in star Wars, what you were just talking about. Um, I want to do, I want to do something for my number three. Okay. Lord Vader, the fleet right. moved out to flight speed and we're preparing to... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> nice. The last time. Yes. Captain yes. Piet. Yes, Piet. Make ready to land our troops beyond their energy field and deploy the fleet so that nothing gets off the system. You are in command now, Admiral Piet. Admiral Piet. Ah, dude. It's so, um, how do I turn this off? Don't turn off the whole wall. (laughs) Nice. I did that the one time. (laughs) Yeah, I did too. Turn off the whole (laughs) wall. So, (laughs) yeah, the Admiral Piet part. I just love, like, Vader's like, okay, um, this guy failed. He's failed me for the last time, this Admiral. And he just gets on the, the hollow, the hollow call and, immediately just lord vader 
Uh, <laughs> Piet's like looking at him, like, oh, no. like, oh, geez. Oh, my gosh. Piet's like calmly pooping his pants <laughs> during this situation. <laughs> he's like, looks at the screen, then he looks over at the Admiral dying, and he's just like, you could tell he's, he's like, oh, God, this is going to be me in a few months, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> a few days or a few hours. So, yeah, this, this goes kind of together with my number five ish. You know, because it's a similar situation. You don't, you don't mess with Vader. You don't screw up because this is what happens. Um, and, and this, this guy, oh, go ahead. Hey, this guy, go ahead. You, you, you finish it. I'll take my part. Uh, I was just gonna say this guy is so arrogant. You know, he's just like, oh, you know, I know what I'm doing. I don't care what Vader has to. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dude, you don't cross Vader, right? But. This is also another moment I choose to, to believe that Vader is he's killing off an Empire guy, right? So that to me is like he's also being a good guy here by killing off an admiral, you know. But like the admiral is doing some bad stuff, like he's being a horrible admiral. But Vader is is like, well, you know, two birds with one stone here. <laughs> good point. You see it again a little bit after that too, when he's like. <laughs> You just see this other guy drop to his knees. Apology accepted, Captain Neater. <laughs> it's just like he just goes around wiping out captains and admirals on his ships. Yeah, exactly. Because but, he's working for the good guys in a way. In a way. Well, or for himself, but yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and on top of, of it just being a good and kind of hilarious moment just because of kept uh piet's facial expressions during the choking is just hilarious to me he's just like oh gosh oh gosh um but i had to use this also because of you know how we close the show <laughs> right no that's good stuff man yeah admiral piet I, I i just i think he's a cool character like he just you know he's kind of like in the wrong place at the wrong time but he, he makes the best of it <laughs> right yeah, he's a pretty cool character. I like him, and I like General Veers as well. Oh, okay. General Veers is pretty cool. Do the at at guy? Yeah. Okay. So that's my number three, Admiral okay. Piet, and uh, Admiral Ozel getting choked. <laughs> and Admiral Piet's rise to power. Yes, it's a great. It's more of an Admiral Piet moment, really. Yeah, his rise to power. He he knew what he was doing. He knew how to get to become an admiral. <laughs> keep your mouth shut and eventually you know people will uh take themselves out <laughs> or you know behind the scenes he's going hey Ozzel, why don't you jump out of light speed a little faster than normal and, yeah uh, <laughs> oh that's a good idea piet <laughs> right here's a couple of knives if you could fall on these that'd be great <laughs> right <laughs> a couple <of> swords <laughs> number two man number two I say the the whole interaction with Luke Skywalker, um, you know, taking him as a baby and uh, hiding him in the Lars Lars homestead, um, you know, to be raised by proper people and to learn family values and uh, that's good stuff there. And you know, I mean, he didn't he didn't raise Luke. He knew Luke needed a mother type and a father type to be stable. Uh, so he, but he stood by close. He was close with a watchful eye and, uh, hopefully we'll see what's going on there. 
Um, you know, and then he waits for the right moment, you know, Luke to kind of find out about who he is. And he's like, okay, um, all right. You know, I've been kind of had this loose plan in my head that, you know, whenever you came of age, we'd, uh, we'd start your training and here it is. That's a lightsaber there. That's your dad's, uh, pretty cool. Huh? Don't look at it. <laughs> doesn't he, doesn't he do what the porgs do? He puts the lightsaber right by his eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't, don't, you don't want to do that. No, no, Luke. Uh, uh, <laughs> cut to the credits. <laughs> Created by George Lucas. <laughs> so, yeah, and he tells him about a little bit about the Clone Wars, and uh, and then you know he takes him he takes him on this kind of adventure, you know, that leads him to the you know to find uh, a way off the planet and the meaning of. Han and Chewbacca, um, passage on the Millennium Falcon, and, and eventually to you know find the princess and the Death Star, and you know, um, so that whole, the whole, I call it the whole Luke Skywalker interaction, you know, all the way up till he turns into Force Ghost, and he continues after a Force Ghost to kind of you know, he gives him his, you know, when there when Luke's sitting there. Uh, dying on Dagobah, he's like, uh, "Hey Luke, I'm gonna give you a quest. <laughs> you gotta go to Dagobah, seek Yoda." And uh, Luke's like, "What? I'm freaking freezing right now, man!" Like, <laughs> so the whole the whole Luke Skywalker interactions, all the interactions with Luke Skywalker, I think are great Obi Wan moments. Number two, heck yes, man. There's a lot of good stuff in those. And, and he was with Luke until the end from the second Luke was born until right before Luke went to face Vader for the last time, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's good stuff. There's two things that pop in my head for, for these moments. And they're both, I think in return of the Jedi, the one is when Luke is basically saying, you know, I can't do this alone or whatever. And that's when Obi-Wan shows up on, on day. That's after Yoda dies and Obi-Wan shows up and, right. you know, Yoda will be with you always and all of that. There's a part where Obi-Wan says, I can't something like I can't interfere when he faces Vader. I thought that was interesting. You know, is, is there a possibility? And I, I know I'm going to go way off here, but is there a possibility that as a force ghost, Obi-Wan could have gotten involved in that fight? Wow. Um, maybe. Um, anything's possible, I guess. You know, the dark side has their kind of abilities, and why not the on the on the light side have some some other you know hidden abilities too, like that, like interaction after dying after death. So. It, it makes me think about it more because of the sequels when Yoda thunks Luke in the head, bonks yeah. Luke in the head with a stick. Right. And, and then Luke catches the lightsaber when Ray throws it into the fire. So they can interact with physical items. Right. And call down lightning. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Just something maybe we'll see in, in some future Star Wars content, maybe. 
a force ghost coming out and helping the good guys or something, you know, the, the other part is when Luke is like, you told me Vader killed my father or whatever. And you know, what I told you was true from a certain point of view and Luke's face, Luke's like a certain point of view. Luke (laughs) just looks like he's going, you, you know, (laughs) (laughs) he looks so mad at (laughs) Obi-Wan. I know, you know, but feed him, and and, and Luke looks going to eat the bull, you know, he's just going to eat it. You know, I mean, he did kind of lie to Luke, but, I think I, I would I would like to think at some point Luke is like, oh, you know, I, I totally get why you told me this this way. Anyways, those are just two things that popped in my head about, yeah. about some of those moments. And as we get older, we, we misremember things. So, you know, he was a little he's slightly, uh, you know, elder at this point, and he doesn't even remember R2. So, <laughs> you know. well, in his defense, he says he doesn't remember owning a droid. He didn't say he doesn't remember R2. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good catch. It's their point of view. You're right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but right. I, I don't know. There were, there were a lot of things we could, that's what we should do one day is look at the things that don't add up going from the OT to the PT. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. About that. Yeah. We talked about that before. I talked doing an episode like that. Yeah. We should totally do that. So that's a good number two, man. Obi-Wan looking after luke yep obi-wan's you know kind of mentoring of luke i guess you could call it being being a a father-ish person to luke from a distance yep i like it yep a father-ish figure look forward to your number one man because i mean your top uh four so far have been really good (laughs) um my number two is it's Darth Vader's presence when he steps in onto screen. He's, you know, he's dressed in black. He's super tall, like a monstrous guy. The helmet, I would imagine it doesn't scare me, but it probably did when I was a kid. You know, his, his mask, he's just this scary looking guy that walks slowly he's got the breathing he's got the powerful james earl jones voice it's just you see it and i at least i pick up on it in a lot of different mediums of when vader is around other people feel cold they feel scared yeah um could is the breathe going back to the breathing real quick would you call it almost the same as like the jaws theme his breathing could you it's almost like the same reaction you know that being like boom boom <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a good comparison i would also throw it in there with uh jason from friday the 13th oh yeah it, it just it sends that like shiver through you um right. you know <laughs> you know when you hear those those sounds man it can't be good what's coming no um something that i thought about while i was putting together my top five is i don't know if it's all his presence i mean yeah he has a terrifying chilling presence but 
do you think maybe some of that is him pushing the dark side outwards towards, you know, allies and enemies alike to make them cold, to make them afraid when he enters a room? Oh, that's maybe some kind of dark side power. Yeah. Like a dark side aura that he kind of like, kind of like walks around with and kind of lays out, you know, kind of like his, his, uh, his, his red carpet, just yeah. Doom and gloom feeling. Yeah. yeah. I, I like see that. that dark side aura. That's, that would have been a quicker way to say it. I went like a long, <laughs> I took the long way, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I wonder, I, I guess it's possible that he, he's using, he's channeling, uh, some dark side outwards because right. people, people are afraid of that guy. People feel cold when he's around. Um, yeah, no. And I'm thinking about that scene in the, the clone wars and when he's picking up, um, Ahsoka's lightsaber or, mm-hmm. and it's for snowing out and he just, I don't know, it's something about what you're saying kind of speaks to that moment and kind of fitting spot, you know, now everything's cold and frozen over and he seems to be in his element. Right. Um, question for you. Have you watched any more rebels? No, mm. I should. I need to. <laughs> Do you did do you, I say that a lot? Okay, so in the first episode of Rebels, you see Darth Vader, right? Yeah, right away, like first okay. thing. So I don't want to spoil the situation for you, but there is something in season one that describes really well what I'm saying. Oh, so it's just it when I think of when I think of his presence, I think of him. Well, I don't want to talk about it yet because it's part of my number one, not Rebels, but something else. I think of him in my number one and then I think of him in this part in rebels. It's just, it's like, yeah, this dude has some dark side aura. Like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, my number two is dark, Darth, dark, dark helmets presence. <laughs> <laughs> All rise for the presence of dark helmet. <laughs> Good one, man. And uh, yeah, he's a chilling character for sure. I'm sure to see him in the universe there uh, is even more horrifying in oh, real yeah. life. Right. So you ever like been up to like, you know, sometimes some random spot will have like maybe a Darth Vader costume. It's pretty, it's pretty messed up. Um, I know I played that one game, Vader Immortal. And uh, you, you get to like, he like walks up towards you and you're like looking up at him and then just in that game and, that virtual world with he was very imposing uh, figure and uh yeah it was it's pretty crazy so all righty um so ready for my number one Nah, let's wait till next week next week it is uh we'll see you guys later all right <laughs> <laughs> commander quattros tell us your number one my number one is the battle between Darth Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi when um, Obi-Wan gets a little heated under the collar for seeing his uh, beloved master go down at the blade mm-hmm. of uh, Darth Maul and uh, he takes things to another level that I don't think I've ever seen him take anywhere um, 
Uh, to this point, I haven't seen him take anything to this point yet. So when he fights Darth Maul and he kind of channels a little bit of the dark side, I would, I would think, because he gets, he gets angry. He's angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we actually, uh, I think, talked about that at one point. But, yeah, he's yeah. definitely tapping into some dark side there or anger. Right. And he is not. But, I mean, his strikes are, are causing, you know, Darth Maul doesn't even know how to handle them because he's like, whoa, I didn't see this coming, especially from a Padawan. So that next gear that only comes out at this point in the films um, and that lightsaber battle is just intense and the music is playing, you know, said it a thousand times, I think already. <laughs> battle oh, yeah. You know, the uh, Duel of the Fates. So good. It's amazing. It just captures the moment so perfectly. And it just everything about that moment and eventually how he succeeds. You know, he's once again, he's dangling does the flip, boom, takes out Darth Maul, cuts him in two, temporarily puts him down. So they would come to find out. But uh, I think I think mm-hmm. that uh, that's one of his, uh, I think that's his, one of his highlight moments. Uh, he loses that battle, you know, roll credits for, <laughs> for everything. Yeah, pretty much. You know, big what if there. But no, he gets to, he gets the victory. He gets to do the victory lap. Um, he gets to train Anakin. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, mentor his kids, his kid, save Leia, uh, set Luke upon the path, and uh, you know, take some time, but eventually redeem his uh, his Padawan down the road. The Phantom Menace just keeps going higher and higher on my list. Every like every time I watch it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this movie so much. It sets so much good stuff up. Yeah. Obi-Wan versus Maul, which turns <laughs> turns into this long, drawn out feud between these two, which right. I, I say long and drawn out just because of the length of time, not because it's boring or anything. It's it's so cool. Yeah. Obi-Wan. I mean, and that's when he's a Padawan still. Yeah. I mean, this is his trial. You know, it turns out that this is the trial that he, you know, goes through to become a Jedi Knight. It's it's a big, it's just a big time situation for this character. And like he says later on in the movies, you know, Sith Lords are his specialty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Another little joke. <laughs> and a little inside joke to himself. <laughs> It's like, it, dude, yeah, it's it's his inside joke to those of us that get it, you know, because we're like, ah, there it is, you know. <laughs> like I see, uh, my one brother texts me that specialty line all the time. <laughs> it cracks me up. <laughs> Our specialty, ah, <laughs> uh, dude, that's such a good one. I see. Now I kind of want to do at some point. I pick some Obi-Wan moments and you pick Vader moments. <laughs> not, yeah. next, not next week or anything, but sometime down the road, I think it'd be fun to, to do a flip. You to know? do a switch. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a good idea too, because I definitely have, like I look at Vader from different point of view. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do that one day. All right. So my number one, Darth Vader's, entrance in a new hope 
Oh, the first. Well, it's like it's the first time you see him, and then they cut to like clips of some other things, and then it comes back to him again. Is is my moment? Uh, this this part basically makes or breaks this this saga. This yeah, this is your introduction to the villain. Obviously, we know Palpatine is the puppet master and all that, but this is the guy we see. We don't see Palpatine until like one little spot in Empire and then Return of the Jedi. So this guy walks in, stepping over some dead bodies that that his soldiers just shot the heck out of. He doesn't say a word. You know, it's just this almost silent moment other than his breathing. Right. He puts his hands on his hips. This is all for the audience, I think. You know, he puts his hands on his hips and kind of looks around and you hear the breathing. It's like George Lucas saying, look at the bad guy. Check him <laughs> out. This is our bad guy. <laughs> this, this is the one. This is the bad guy we're all rooting against here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then after like that short moment of him looking around, he starts moving forward and the troopers fall in line behind him. And I'm like, this is so BA. Like, even to this day, I've seen this, I don't know how many times, but if I turned it on right now, I would just be like, yes, this yeah. is cool. You know, <laughs> this is how you intro a character. Yeah, dude, right. Oh, this, man. Is, this is how you show who your bad guy is. And then it gets worse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because after you cut to a couple of parts, you come back and he's holding up Captain Antilles with one arm, <laughs> yeah. him, and he's questioning him. You know, <laughs> if this is the counselorship, where is the ambassador? And all you hear is <laughs> he's got this guy a foot off of the ground. And oh then he gosh. just drops him and then he looks at the stormtroopers and he's like, tear this ship apart, you know, find the passengers. I want them alive. And he's just yeah, this he's mad, like forceful, like just this guy is a bad guy. You know, it's so just his, his entrance into cinema is my number one. Oh, good one. Yeah. Into cinema. Yeah, very much so. Cause he's definitely a force to be reckoned with. And this is his his uh, his origin. If you, if it was a comic book, his origin issue. <laughs> nice. And uh, it's definitely a impactful and memorable and uh, iconic uh, moment that's probably film history here. Everyone knows the first time they saw Vader coming out of the smoke, and um, they never forget it. They never forget the moment, and it's masterfully done. Um, all I can say. Yeah, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> Masterfully <laughs> done, man. It is. And, you know, I part of me wanted to throw in the Rogue One scene into my top five, but we've talked that. I think <laughs> yeah. we've, ex- we've exhausted that one. For sure. But, but even still, as cool as that was and watching that part, it doesn't top this. this the original. The original. Yes, thank okay. you. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's yeah. really cool. But this is just no dialogue. You know, when he steps in, it's the music, the, you know, walking through the smoke, the bodies of troopers and rebels and him just looking around like, all right, who am I going to choke? <laughs> 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 so that's my number one, man. Okay. Good. Good. Number one way to do it. That's uh 
that's our list there. You know, let us know what you guys think. If we miss something or if you guys got some better top fives or better number ones, let us know. But, uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think we did, uh, what we set out to do. Yeah. You had some really good ones, man. It made me, made me want to go and like watch everything and look for, for those moments and, and find other ones. Uh, I mean, cause Obi one's amazing. So, so very cool, dude. Very cool. Very fun. Yeah. So we got, um, we got, uh, those were the last two, um, participants in the, uh, Imperial March madness, 2021. So we gave them their, their, their episode. If you have your own top five that you want to email us or tweet us or whatever, that'd be cool to sit back and read. Um, see what your top fives are for Obi-Wan and Darth Vader or just something like Quattros was saying, you know, something you think could have been on our lists that we didn't let us know what you think. It's always fun to hear from all of you, but on that note, This is where the fun begins. Oh, this is going to be easy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? How did you find something that said Star Wars trivia? Oh, for real? Yeah. That's me. Oh, that's you? Yeah. Oh, man, dude, that sounds legit, dude. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you knew that was me. That's funny. No, I thought you're like, how, I'm like thinking like, how did he find a soundbite of someone saying Star Wars trivia? Yeah. And it's all that. echoey and everything. You did that. That's great. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's, that's hilarious that you didn't know that was me. <laughs> that was you. Like, that's great. I was just thinking the last time I, I heard our trivia, I'm like, wait a minute. Where did he find that? <laughs> that's great. I didn't know that was you. Oh. It doesn't sound like you. That's all. Oh yeah, Star Wars trivia. (laughs) That's my let's get ready to rumble voice. (laughs) Man, you got a voice for radio, that's for sure. Ah, thank you. (laughs) All right, my friend, just do it. Oh, this is actually it's this one's probably going to be easy, but it's fitting for today. How did Obi Wan defeat Darth Maul? That's easy. (laughs) Ah. A, he used his lightsaber. B, he threw him down the generator core shaft. C, he used Qui-Gon's lightsaber. D, he used half of Darth Maul's lightsaber. <laughs> right, he used Qui-Gon's lightsaber. Yeah, C? C. Always C, right? Always C. And we got it. Nice. I knew, I knew it would be easy, but it was, the, it was on the top of the stack that she gave me, and I'm like, okay, this is pretty fitting because you just talked about that moment, so. All right. Trivia question number dos. What? Uh, let me read this again. I almost read this as ornament. Uh, what armament did the Queen's Royal Starship have? A. Four turret mounted cannons. B. None. C. Two laser cannons. D. Eight torpedo launchers. I feel like it's C again. At the Queen Amidala ship? 
Yes. That silver Cause, one? Yeah, because it wasn't like a it wasn't a starfighter. It was more of like a just like it. Well, yeah, it says Royal Starship. Yeah, which is a cool ship. Yeah, it's I dude. I wish I owned the toy because that thing is that thing sells for some good money. Not that I would sell it, but looking yeah. back at stuff I want now, I'm like that'd be cool on a shelf, but it's way too much money. Do they make it all like out of glass, like it looks like in the movies, or is it just silver? Yeah, I think it's just silver. Uh, it's still pretty cool, cool though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Could you imagine though? Like if it was all shiny, it might be. I don't know. I haven't looked for it in a while online. I'll yeah. have to look that up. But what so do you think? C? What was the, what was the C answer? Well, I'll just go through all of them again. Four turret-mounted cannons, right. none. Two laser cannons, eight torpedo launchers. I don't remember. The, was it shooting when it was leaving the blockade? Mm, I think it's more. I feel like it's one of the. It might be the captain or someone else on the ship saying, you know, we're not, we're not going to be able to fight our way out with, you know, two laser cannons or something like that. Captain Tanaka, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I voted him worthless character of <laughs> Star Wars. He's just a neg bomb every time he's on screen. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude. Was it him, Tanaka? I think. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go see. All uh, right, you, I'll you go tell with me. You You'll go with. I, I, I'm thinking none because I don't remember it shooting anything. Yeah, I mean none is. Mm. But I could, I could, it could, I could have, I could have Obi Wan memory here. Yeah, misremember. Yep. All right. Now I'm a little nervous. Should have listened to you. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I could have swore I, I, I'll have to go rewatch that part now um, he obviously didn't say two cannons but I know he said something about we're not going to be able to fight our way through this blockade or whatever so sorry my bad so, I should have I listened that was right Yeah. are you going to start force choking <laughs> of course I am of course I am <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to do on camera <laughs> oh, that was good <laughs> did we get a half a point for that maybe because that was like kind of right I'll allow it oh, alright no, that's good <laughs> dude these are all okay they're all prequel it looks like so we'll just go well, we'll we're it. mixing it up I like it Ooh. okay why did C3PO get gold plating a, the plating he received on Tatooine rusted off. B, his original plating was destroyed in a blaster fight. C, he had to look his best in the service of a senator. Mm. D, his original plating was too small. He didn't have, remember? You didn't uh, have what do you mean, naked? <laughs> <laughs> He's all my, wires. My wires are showing. <laughs> R2 all razzing him up. <laughs> I think he had to look good in front of the, uh, was it the senator? Yeah, why is it a C? Are the, uh, well, okay, the last one was B, but this is C. Yeah. Good? Good. Senator good. One? Right. Yeah. Nice. 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 We're good. three for three for us. So, at least I am. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, you're choking me now. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, this is great. We just force choke each other through the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. 
last one? Yeah. All right. What does the Republic Cruiser's red color signify? A. It's political neutrality. B. It's use as a hospital ship. Ah. C. His allegiance. His. The ship isn't a he or a she. Yeah. <laughs> C. It's allegiance with the Jedi. D. It's allegiance with the Trade Federation. Well, why would they even put D in there? It's a Republic yeah. cruiser. It's not going to be allied with the Trade Federation. I'm going to say hospital or political. It's not going to be allegiance with the Jedi. The Republic ship. So this is like a Clone Wars type thing? Yeah, Clone Wars and prequels. Republic yeah. cruiser. Basically the Republic's uh, Star Destroyer. But oh. just with red markings on it. I think they're pretty similar at least. Ah. Uh, that hospital one. I, I wanted to go with the hospital one. Yeah? Yeah. But for some reason I like A too. I like A. If we both like A, maybe we should go with A. All right. I'm going to get my fingers ready for the force choke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get my fingers ready for the force. Uh, Not the force, but for the head crush. Nice. We get the head crush and the force choke. Who's going to (laughs) win? You failed me for the last time, Commander Quattros. (laughs) Ready? Ready. Ah, dude. Ah. All right. <laughs> it was uh, a, probably it. a political neutrality. Yes. Did I get you again? No, not after you smiled. <laughs> well, the smile was to show that I was I was yeah. done with the trick. Nice. I used a I used a Jedi mind trick. The mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> a little a little Lord of the Rings action there. Well, there we go. Trivia. We went three and a half for fours right, right? yeah because we only got the one wrong partially partially yes. at least one of us got it was thinking the right <laughs> i don't have obi-wan memory so that's good all right now don't get cocky okay <laughs> <laughs> all right quatros yeah all right all right clone army that was trivia yeah so we talked about earlier if you wanted to contact us you can um get a hold of us at uh at our at our email at the clone army radio at gmail.com uh people have been using it it's been great to get the feedback i i i just every time we, we get an email or or a review or something i just i'm just beaming ear to ear and um i just love the idea that you're out there enjoying our content and it makes this a lot more fun when i know there's people out there enjoying themselves and uh thank you very much on that front we can also uh contact us at uh twitter you can just you know drop us a little tweet uh at clone army radio or if instagram is your thing we're on there too at clone army radio uh and instagram so you know please uh stop by and say hi right on as always thank you for listening as always always may the schwartz be with you may the schwartz be with you do it here's the only sound that's tolerable when a migraine attack strikes Nurtec ODT Remezepan 75 milligrams can provide migraine pain relief, which can help break the silence. Nurtec is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines in adults. 
Don't take if you're allergic to Nurtec. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety prescribing and patient information, visit nurtec.com.